Hey guys, Page Seven and Wizard and the Bruiser are going on tour. Yes, the release, the butthole cut tour. Holden, where are we going? That's right. Starting in June, we are going to Portland, Oregon, Tacoma, Washington, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, and St. Louis, Missouri. Where can we get tickets, MJ? For tickets, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. What's that? One more time? That's lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah. Noise. Jackie, that's disgusting. But uh, this song huh. goes out to my older brother, Henry Zabrowski. Give me one margarita, I'ma open my legs. Give me two margaritas, I'ma give you some head. Yeah. Give me three margaritas, I'ma put it in my puss. Give me four margaritas, I'ma, I'ma put, put it, it in, in my, my tush. Yeah, give me five margaritas, I'ma have some fun. Give me five margaritas, I'ma put it in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and... The, the reason why it goes out to Henry is because we were at the airport at uh, 4.45 in the morning, 5 a.m., and he just wouldn't stop singing it. And it felt like, you know how, like, last week you guys were in a prison with me. I felt like I was in a prison with him. Yeah, and right. he just wouldn't stop, and then he made me sit and watch the video. And if you're not familiar with this, this is a TikTok song. It's like a viral TikTok song, which I have heard before. And he's like, well, you haven't heard it? What you have heard? I was like, yes, I, I have heard the song before, but you must stop singing it. I don't know. And it's very good. It's so good. I'm on Team I, Henry. It's good. good. It's <laughs> very good. Give and its origin Margarita. story is even I'm better. A, yeah. The, I, have you had you already seen that? I'd seen that video before of the the old bat on campus, and it's interesting because she has an audience. This old lady. We're even talking about she's Sister proselytizing. Cindy. This all yeah. this viral song came from Sister Cindy. Uh, Sister Cindy doesn't sing the song. This is the sister that was discussing abstinence on the campus of Louisiana State University, and she yelled. If you buy her one margarita, she <laughs> will spread her legs. And then As if it was a bad Everyone throws their diploma hats up in the air. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's, it's so funny. It's just the opposite reaction of what she wants. And it's so funny. She's just so defeated. She's just so defeated by it. And I love it so much. And then, and then this fucking hip hop track to fucking rule the nation, dude. It is that so chick catchy. Angel who I believe uh, so that chick angel who's been on a black lady sketch show and also I think that this came out of her podcast uh-huh. and um, yeah it was a she- joke that then collectively turned into it's like a great example what I love about the internet and especially TikTok yeah. and like so many things about the internet right now feel like it's like a kind of crumbling civilization you know like we have certainly mm, reached past yes. the point when it was good but like at its best TikTok could be this kind of rolling creative process where somebody has a really good idea and then somebody else adds to it and it's so funny and there's these TikToks, you know, of people where it's like you reach out of the frame and then somebody makes an, an adds on to that video where they're yes. in the other frame adding yes. and it's this great kind the, of like duet thing. Yeah, like that art game, you know, where you, you fold the paper and you draw a half uh, exquisite corpses. That's what it's, what it's called. And so this is like this perfect, like she started off this, like the lyrics as a joke and then people, these two like... like like artists, music artists added a beat to it. And so it became this rolling yeah. thing. And now it's a song. And for, I had, I had not heard the origin story first. So I just heard the song and I was like, is this lady crazy? And then I realized like, no, she's a comedian. And this is like a, a, is a project and it's so funny. And it is a banger. 
Lizzo said it's Total the summer banger. jam. I want it to be the summer jam. It I'm is the ready summer for jam. And, and on top of that, I think there is such a difference between laughing at internet culture and laughing with internet culture. Because, like, the other end of that spectrum is Island Boy, Chet Hanks. Yeah. Like, these kinds of things. And they feel a little dirtier, a little in, more insidious, yeah. a little ickier. Like, yeah, we're all getting together on this thing, but. At the expense of someone. This is just pure just fun. enjoyment. Yeah, totally. There's nothing. They meant it to be funny. <laughs> I mean, Sister Hazel or whatever her name is probably. Sister you know, Cindy. Right, might not love it. God, dumb. I would love to show her this and be like, dude, you're because of the thing you said, trying to get the opposite thing to happen. You're now song of the summer and <laughs> singing it all summer. Getting drunk <laughs> and about getting pegged. Viral thing. <laughs> like you are doing that. And, and it because your worst I, nightmare. If <laughs> only we could show it's these nightmare. people, like every time someone is annoying like that or whatever, anyways, I always think I'm just like, all you're doing is getting me to like hate your thing. Like, because you're so annoying on, like, a street corner about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and trying to make people feel bad. You're, like, doing a disservice to the religion. And so this is a perfect example of that. Like, completely come to fruition. Because how many people are going to be just slamming away at each other in some dive bar bathroom because of that track coming on at the right time? Five margaritas in. And <laughs> you, that, your b-hole is barking for it. There is nothing quite like that when you're just at like like a beach bar and you're all yeah. kind of covered in sand and sweat yeah. and you try to hook up and you're just like, why are we doing this? We're literally rubbing, we're making sandpaper with our right. bodies. There's nothing right. fun of it. You're just covered in sweat. And covered in drool because you've been drooling uh, for it. And then you realize it's a dolphin and you're like, get out of here. <laughs> they, they, I was going to say a fact about a dolphin that I shouldn't say. What's about the fact dolphins. about the dolphin? Is it the fact that everyone always says about dolphins? <laughs> what that they rape. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> Not in this instance. It was very consensual, okay? They're also very smart. I'll have you know, Jackie, maybe that's the fact I was going to say, that they're very smart. <laughs> Everyone knows two facts about dolphins. <laughs> they're rapists and they're smart. And they're smart. <laughs> the worst combination. <laughs> it is. They need to a bunch of, really need to be uh, stopped. They're all Patrick Batemans of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a couple of dolphins here coming in uh, live in the studio. MJ, how is your water world? Bananas. I just MJ everything every like Insta story I see of you guys at these water parks makes me I'll, like I am having a panic attack just <laughs> thinking about it. I know I am living Jackie's worst nightmare and my greatest dream. I'm also really living. I've been thinking a lot about margaritas, so the one margarita song couldn't come at a better time because I did wear my <laughs> Margaritaville Crocs to the water park resort hotel. Oh, oh hell yeah! God. Was it a good oh, idea? No. no. Oh. Because why? Here's the, well, let me explain why. Because the Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville <laughs> Crocs come with six gibbets, a shot glass, a lime, a lost shaker of salt, and three ice cubes. But oh, you lost seven. the shaker. The sh I got. I, I have the salt. Uh, oh. Well, right in the song, the, the shaker. Uh, don't worry, it'll right. get lost. But it is. <laughs> it's it is labeled lost shaker of salt, but mm. it is still there. It's knocked over. Um, it's meant to be. Like uh, oh no! Horizontal. But then you got to keep throwing salt over your shoulder. This I is know. I'm I've got a lot of things to say about this salt. <laughs> There's also a little umbrella. But here's the thing: they are, I don't. Most gibbets are I'm not going to say two dimensional, but they are 
flat, flat. three-dimensional. These are extremely three-dimensional gibbets, and they are extremely impractical. They are falling all over the place, not to mention I didn't even consider how much my children step on my feet, which I just hadn't considered. And so the 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 vacation literally began with us walking down the hallway to the water park with me and all my gibbets, and they kept falling off. And no. I kept getting more and more frustrated. And then at one point, Freddie just goes, these fucking gibbets. Wow! <laughs> Which what I did figured, you say? I figured page seven so would be happy funny. that my five-year-old knows the phrase "these fucking gibbets." These fucking gibbets. Is that the first time she's cursed? She only curses. The only other time I've heard her curse like that was also appropriate usage when a car did something really unsafe. We were walking, we were crossing the street, and a car zoomed through the light, and she goes, "That fucking car!" And I was like, <laughs> "You're right." But I think that's it's it's because I'm pretty good at not swearing in front of them, but I swear in moments of passion, which often are when cars are doing unsafe things. So she it was perfect usage, and she could tell that the gibbets were so annoying that they warranted these fucking gibbets. Fucking gibbets. She was right. You can't yell at a kid for saying something. You're right. These fucking gibbets. These fucking gibbets are so impossible. Do they catch uh, on things? Because I feel like in my head they would also like if they're that three dimensional, they're going to catch on things. Absolutely. They're just I I don't see any else at this and there are thousands of people here but I don't see anyone else at this water park struggling with their gibbets constantly um, but I just had to remove the gibbets entirely so now I just got it's sad it's sad for Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville Crocs that the gibbets aren't working but at least I, 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 Gideon and I did sneak away yesterday because this is, it's, oh my God, I love this place. It's everyone's worst nightmare. It is an all, in, it's not all inclusive because everything costs money, but it is like a self-contained civilization there. You don't, we have not left the building in wow. four days. This is the vacations I want. Yeah. Cause I you don't want to get in the car with kids. With you know? kids. Yeah. I want to be able to just go everywhere yes. in the one place. Yes. And mostly it's just sitting by a pool or whatever the hell. Yes. But of course there's the problem though with the family trip you got to have activities for the for the little ones and it's, you can't it's just draining, get but, drunk at a right. poolside bar where it just lay but which Gideon is and what I, I did do. sneak yeah. away for some margaritas um nice. yesterday which was very exciting but did you play him the song I, <laughs> I did it because I didn't know about the song until this morning when I read oh. your email, but I'm about to play it for oh him. Oh my God, you guys, are, we're going to be drinking this whole tour leg, by the way, Portland, Tacoma, we're seeing you this week, but also yes. St. Louis, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, get your tickets because we're coming soon and they're selling out fast. We're going to be singing. But also, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're Oh, we're going to be singing, but we're also going to be drinking a lot of margaritas, I have a feeling. I think this is a Rita Summer now. Rita Summer, got it. And a real Rita Summer. I, I'm yes. sorry, Bud Not Light, but Rita I can... cans. And listen, Bud Light, I could... I'm now on... The in the surprising position of being like my political allegiances are Bud Light, <laughs> <laughs> but you know that works for me. I've always been a Bud Light lime guy, anyway. So sure, um, we will be drinking Ritas, but my my brain, my body just can't do Bud Light Ritas anymore. It's just not. I don't it know hurts. what it is. It's not alcohol. It's poison, and I just can't do it. So, oh my God, you <laughs> heard it here first. You literally are listening to us on page seven. Grow up. Week by week, remember, because if you think about it, our like whole, because Holden, MJ and I went through like quite a time where we were only drinking Rita's out of a can Bud Light and Rita's. not like the fun ones, but the Bud Light Rita's malt and liquor. getting all the, the mango Rita's <laughs> it is and all the grape Rita's. Because this was but, before you could get real alcohol in a can, like 
right. liquor in a can. It was just malt right. liquor that tastes like grape soda in a can. And, right. we had and to now do we it. can't drink them anymore, dude. We've I guess this is growing up. Oh yeah, I mean the part where the part where I don't just go to a bar and drink the cheapest beer they have in a can all night, every now and again, getting the like shot special that they offer, and that like going into a bar with the mindset of like. I get the th- cheapest thing here. Yeah, and I drink so it that I can have night. as much as possible. Yes. Yeah, so I can have as much possible for <laughs> as little money as possible because that's being smart. I know. Now I'm and, like, well, and, I gotta make this drink like, count. Or go have a nice cocktail, right? Yeah. And don't get dirty wasted. Yeah. On di- like, because the dirty alcohol hammer too is such a different, like, nasty hammered. I you know, know what I mean? But that's I why know. I'm, I'm gonna miss Bud Light Ritas though because that's like. Coney Summers, like in my yeah, brain, that's totally. like dirty Coney. You you get yourself a Nathan's and you don't go anywhere near the water or the sand. No, but man, <laughs> you have a Coney experience. You ride on a thing that feels like it might break, and then you get yeah, and then you get your Ritas. Have you taken the kids bar. to Coney yet? Have you done Coney with them yet, or are they too young? No, we did Coney a lot last summer actually, um, and I, I we haven't done it yet this this season, but I can't wait. That's the what the one thing I would change about water park hotel is that it is uh an entirely indoor experience i have not felt the fresh air in oh wow like, oh wow i mean so no. like a balcony off your room no there's that's i guess that's not true there is a little there's a little we're we're but in still, like the back like corner you're hanging out out there yeah, yeah. we ha- we're in like the back corner of the world with there's nine people in our group and we're in like a big room wow. that's kind of in the back of the hotel and it also seems to be where the staff takes breaks <laughs> so like <laughs> when we step out onto our little balcony there's just like 30 water park staff like chilling in the grass which is great you know but we're not spending a ton of time out there um but it is yes so i i do look forward to an actual i don't know if we have a beach vacation in our midst this summer but uh but that's the hope but it is a kind of a simulation of a beach experience in yes. the sense that everyone is no one is wearing real clothes that's the other thing i love about yeah. it like that's we love a fun. vacation where there's just no incentive to ever get dressed you know you're either right. wearing a swimsuit or you're wearing sweatpants everyone is wearing crocs crocs as far as the eye can see <laughs> whoa oh it is the this official is shoe i guess that makes sense because you can throw the wet feet in there you, you, you're not going to be slipping and sliding in them you can I mean, go into the, the water though. with them everyone's in how long the pool does it take a croc them. to dry there are you just kind of sitting there with semi sogged feet like all just the whole time you're I just mean, always you're you're always a little wet and your crocs yeah. are always a little oh. wet somebody even oh. put i i went to <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I don't know if I like this part of it. How about this? Somebody, I was in line for the water slide yesterday, realized I had my Crocs on, ran back down to take them off. But then, because I didn't want to go down. like, no, those are my Margaritaville Crocs. (laughs) Thank you. Yours are over there in the pile of other ones. Oh, well, the other thing is that the the Margaritaville Crocs have a bottle opener attached to them. And I was like, I'm going to kill someone if this flies off my foot, you know? So I took them off. But other people were just going down the slide, just putting their Crocs on their hands and then going down the slides. Oh. <laughs> 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 
That's so gross. That's so nasty. There are crocs everywhere. I hate that. I hate that. Oh, that's well, that's the same thing as drinking shit beer all night. Well, you know, you put them on your hands, and then it's how you, <laughs> you don't have to go back. I'll just go back around because it's nasty. Because that's nasty. Nothing. Dude, I wonder how much like semen and piss water you've ingested. That's the MJ. thing. You got you. You got to just know that just the. The water is just full of pee because, you yeah. know, there's just oh. children oh, under so the age of children. two everywhere, yeah. you know. Oh. Oh, yeah. And swim diapers don't hold pee. They only hold no, shit. Not at all. Not so at all. It's literally just a And also, I mean, it does, they don't necessarily just contain all of the shit perfectly, yeah, too. There's it's a harm a reduction. fair amount of shit water yeah. as well <laughs> going on there. Oh, my God. But this is the thing. I mean, you guys... Jack. You guys don't need a booster now, dude. You're fine. I know. Like, we, you don't well, need, yeah. Yeah, let's You're see what go. let's see what got, I bring you guys when I see you yeah. in about 36 oh, hours. Yeah, bring us. <laughs> to bring you bring some water-based bacteria that will probably yeah, you're protected spread. from swine I'm going to hose you down. <laughs> the second I see you, you're getting the hose, MJ. Yeah. I'm like, mm-mm, not my room. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. Well, that's uh, awesome, I'm having man. a great time. I love it. I, I'm so happy. Great. What what is something that surprised you about like hanging out with the kids at this? Like that, that, that like in a good way. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, I think that for any for any parents of young kids out there, I will say that that you know the first few years, tra- we didn't really travel for the first few years because of the pandemic. But then when we did travel, the kids were like one and three, almost two and four, maybe, and it was like really. It was fun. Stressful, right? Yeah, it was fun, but it was like not less stressful than regular life. And in fact, was like more stressful than regular life in many ways, but fun and worth it. But just like really still very stressful. And I feel like now the kids are five and almost four. And I feel like and the other kids we're with are are almost six and seven. And I feel like we've now reached a point where it's like still stressful. You know, it's not a vacation without kids, but it's like much more fun and more, and it is way less stressful than a regular life, you know? And it's, so it's yeah, like, it's, we've been great. really enjoying ourselves. And especially because there's no driving around, my kids hate the car. So it's just like, yeah, let's go down and get some ice cream. All right. We're, you know, we're going to go to the art. There's an arcade, there's mini golf. It's cruise like, on land. And a, no it is a cruise on land. I was just about to say yes. cruise on land. Yeah. It is a cruise on cruise land. On land. But the difficult part, which I, I don't know because I've never gone on a cruise with kids, but like, you know, you usually have like the, the nice dinners and stuff like that. So, but it also takes the pressure off of like, you don't even have to get dressed up to go to dinner if you don't want. Yeah. I guess you don't have to do that on a cruise either, but it's just kind of fun. I used to love, vac- like we used to do Florida vacations pre-kids and I was, and our beach vacations and I used to love, I really fancied myself a little wa- vampire weekend boy and I would be in swimsuits all day and then I love to like shower and put on like a nice like linen shirt uh-huh. and like, you know, oh, be like, yes. yeah, we're going to dinner, you know, like dress. But that that era of my life is is, you know, right now it's it, like it sweatpants comes, and Crocs to the restaurant. Yeah, it comes back. It comes back sooner, though, than you think. I mean, before you know it, they'll be able to go to like an I remember going to like kind of the fancy like dinner with my parents when I, you know, at a certain young age yeah. and, and like there are rules and we have to are like talk about the good. Olive Garden. Yeah, that was yeah, our yeah, Olive no, Garden. When Olive Garden came to the beach, yeah. Iowa, that was real exciting. Whatever, you whatever modern, <laughs> I don't know what modern version of that I- I- exists because I know all, they've all like they've all fallen to the to the you know to the to the badlands. I guess if I, maybe Olive Garden still is there, but we've we've lamented this before. The Applebee's, the Chili's. 
You know, the Binnigans, yeah. they've all gone the way of the Dodo to a certain degree. They're no longer this like family fine dining. When That's what we need back. And, and also Pizza Hut, I'm looking at you. I'm seeing a lot of nostalgia. The old school Pizza Hut experience, walking in with the lamps hanging and the Neo Geo cabinet So in the soon, corner. I ordered my bucket the- hat. I've got my bucket hat on the way. Uh, if you listen to The Leftovers, which join our Patreon if you'd like to listen to the episode, uh, uh, I am talking about where on air I buy the pizza hat bucket hat because it is they make it look like the lampshades remember the old school lampshades of pizza Did you order that like three months I ago I ordered it about three months ago and the man is high ship. the man is high it says it's gonna ship in July what did you order for the T-Swift merch store? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> That's a knock at the T-Swift merch store because they take forever to send their stuff. And Whoa. let's surprise me with the new Speak Now Taylor's version on vinyl that well, I'll probably get in, in 2026 T-Swift merch store. Whatever. Yeah, except <laughs> for the fact that you have to wait that long and you can only see her from really far away. Yeah, I uh, lost my, t- my, my, my good second ticket connect. And I am now once again forlorn. I will be hopefully seeing her. I'm going to bring binoculars. Nobody and... knows what it feels like to be the sad man. man. <laughs> Shitty remix, MJ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nobody knows what it might be like if you are feeling like the sad man. Listen, I to remember the song very well, bit. all right? You have to cut, you have to make some cuts, a little bit of extra Too many verbiage. syllables, yeah. I Nobody understands it. what it might be like if you are thinking that you might be the sad, sad man. I was with you, though. I knew where you were just going. Just get to the sad man part. You just keep start saying ad, adverbs and shit. <laughs> Nobody thinks that it might be bad if you are in a situation where you are really like the sad man. I was like, I'm sorry that I don't have uh, as deep a familiarity with new metal as you do. Oh my God, by the way, but I know we got to talk talk about what the show's normally about, but man, did we get a bunch of fun nickname we emails in. I don't so know what we got to do ones. about that. We have so many fun nickname emails from last week. Um, what I, I have a couple that were pulled up that this one, okay. I, I just want to give shout outs to Dev. Dev says, uh, I am a she, her named Dev and the dumb boys at my high school nicknamed me DevBot because I was programmed to get good grades, which I realize sounds like a brag, but it gets dumber. Eventually, these boys started bringing ponchos to school to wear around me because robots can't get wet. They had a full uh, campaign what? to protect that me makes... from imaginary water that I could there encounter to make sure it wouldn't mess with my hardwire. I don't know. High schoolers are stupid. Love DevBot. Wow. That makes, that's a perfect example of like, that's a dumb joke. It doesn't make sense. Why would they be that's wearing the ponchos if she, <laughs> she needs can't the get poncho. wet? Yes, yeah, give it's her the poncho. so <laughs> fucking stupid. 
like that. And, and that's the kind of thing that would make me go crazy because it's not about the like insult. It's about the shitty craftsmanship right. of the right. insult. It's the laziness. It's like, come on, you're here to torture me, dude. At least put some fucking effort into it. Don't just, and they did that's put a, effort bringing into ponchos it. is like, I would be like, okay, that's funny a, nickname. And then when they show up with the ponchos, I'd be like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. This is what it is. This is what it is. It's because it's not, again, it's not the part where the, it's kind of cool that they like put effort <laughs> into it actually. But it's the part where they sat around and thought they were so funny and so smart to come up with this idea to bring ponchos when at the end of the day, they're complete idiots. They're complete morons. The joke makes (laughs) no sense. Yeah. Robots can't get wet, so I'm going to wear a poncho. There's so many other ideas you could come up with. Throw fucking water balloons at her and then go, error, error. Well, that's, I think you could probably get suspended for shoving (laughs) her face in the toilet. In a different way. Shove her face in the toilet and beat her with sticks. (laughs) I mean, that's, what are we doing here? Anyway, what else? I love this. Do you have any, any else? I mean, I've got, I've got some, just even just a, Christy, the the I just want to give a shout out to Christy, who was referred to as Chubbs um, because their <laughs> their initials. Like I empathize so much with Holden for the horrible school nickname. Mine was awful, but I hate that it was logical. It was early OOS and classroom computers were fairly new because of the naming convention that my school decided oh, on. No. The combination of my names slash initials made my username Chubbs. Yes, you read that right. Oh, no. And yes, I was already one of the chubbiest girls. In my small school, and those fuckers latched onto this name like leeches. It is that is just and like the school also wouldn't change my username. I feel like that's the thing. You have to like start a campaign yes. to change your username from Chubbs. And I just want to say, Christy, so much love goes out to you because even though like they lost weight and still was referred to as Chubbs, and it didn't matter. So that's just wow. High yeah. schoolers are just horrible. Yeah. If the, if you are an adult <laughs> who works in the admin at a high school and you realize that one of the kids' usernames is Chubbs and you refuse to change it, I'm sorry. You deserve a special place in hell. Like, your job as an adult right. is to be like, I can understand why that might be hard at this age. I will help you, you know? Yes, I would totally help someone out. But I also um, want to give a shout out to Emma. Emma, who said, my dad calls me Smokey Joe. <laughs> Whoa. Why? My dad used Why? to call all my siblings and I Smokey Joe, mostly in okie dokie Smokey Joe, uh, but also just uh, calling us it instead of our names literally to this day. And I'm from Ohio, which means there was no regional specific thing that would connect Smokey Joe back to Holden. Additionally, the way my dad said it was way more endearing than derogatory, so I don't know if my dad was wrong for making it endearing or if Holden's bully was wrong for making it an insult. I think Holden's I bully was wrong for making it an insult. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and I just want to say that there's no connection of that, that with them coming up with that with Okie Dokie, Smoky Joe. That there was no reference embedded. But in also, Okie Dokie, Smoky Joe is very cute. I've never heard that. I've heard Okie Dokie, Smoky, but I've never heard Okie Dokie, Smoky Joe. I like. It. I think I think Dad just added it to the end, which <laughs> I think is really cute. Very daddish. That's the thing. This is what they do. They go, Smoky Joe. Ha, ha, ha. He's smoking. I like that. That's how they sounded and everything. But they I just want to say thank you guys it. so much for sending in your bad nicknames because yeah, we a have lot. a wall of these. I might try to compile some more because this is too it's, funny. Yeah, it's like it's like there's when we asked so for uh, meat puking stories and we got so many and it was oh, like you guys so many good wish ones. granted, you know. 
And I love that we can all share in this because, like, what a tragedy. I mean, it's just something you didn't ask for. I mean, talk about consent and lack thereof to be given a nickname that is just absolute trash that you never asked for that, you know, and and only in adulthood could you be like, hey, I really don't love when you guys call me, you know, fart, fart face or fart fart bags. (laughs) I don't don't like it. It It makes me upset. And then the other adults go, you're right. It is kind of weird that we call you, you know, Fartlina. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I get that that harms you. Why is it you. all fart? You, it's ever since you bought that book for your daughter yeah, about your yeah, fart I feel like times. MJ and I are like microaggressioning Jackie right now because you went to this water park weekend with the Crocs. I picked up a book for Winnie called Toot <laughs> and it's all about farts. And I just went, I was just like, Jackie, you would hate the book I got for Woody. It is just so super embracing the fart to all different types of farts. Well, did you know? I mean, it's like the Jackie that the new y- the, the young people now say toot or boot as a like is it a thumbs up or a thumbs down toot or oh, boot? Oh, so fart or kick someone? Yeah, is, like toot. Or give them the I think, boot. I think it's like toot toot, not toot toot. Yeah, like toot toot is like a yeah, and a boot. See is that like, I'm into. I'm into making the train motion and going toot toot. You're into toot toot. Yeah, I'm down. I like toot or boot. Part. I'm down with that. I, I'll give them. I'll give them the boot. But I don't. I also yeah. Or you get toot toot. But I think if you're gonna say that, I'm gonna go toot toot or boot. <laughs> like I think I have to say it so that everyone knows that everybody knows that I'm not talking about flatulence. Yeah, and no, I wouldn't <laughs> shame a child for their farting. You know, a, a well placed. You know, a well placed fart. The fart attack. Jerry's fart attack in Parks and Rec is very funny. Yeah. Okay. Farts are funny sometimes. Yeah. I'm writing a whole book about it. Who is this person? <laughs> That's just like, oh, I've got so much to say towards children about their farts. Oh, my God. My kids are obsessed. <laughs> They're like these angelic princess queens, and they are just the filthiest sailors you've ever heard right now. They're saying fucking gibbets, and they love poop jokes and fart jokes. They just, they would, they cannot get yeah, enough. Yeah, you're in that phase. Yes. You're in it that is, phase. I saw Required that, um, developmental phase. Gideon received <laughs> more pooping and peeing pictures for Father's Day. Yeah, in like 50% of the nice. pictures of Gideon, he's pooping and peeing in the picture, as as pictures as drawn by the kids, not photographs. <laughs> but they, they, <laughs> Photographs? Yeah. What if you're just that'd taking be, pictures that'd be upsetting. of poor Gideon while he's like, like surprise, <laughs> just like on the toilet, just taking pictures of him just to oh fuck with God. him. Oh my God. No, they just, they drew one where he's pooping and peeing and his eyes are so bloodshot and it's like, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> he's just so, so high. high. And he's just pooping and peeing. Defecating. And then they explain, this is a picture of you pooping and peeing. And you're like, thank you very much for explaining because I would have had no idea. And, you know, there's lots of things that could or could not be explained about. I'm going to talk about The Idol because we talked about The Idol so much last week that it's not getting another season. And I think it's for the best. But if there's one thing that is not surprising, it is that intimacy coordinators are very upset about them knocking intimacy coordinators during the first episode of The Idol. I mean, I think it's so stupid, that whole intimacy coordinator thing. I made fun of it so hard. But also... 
the like fuddy duddy intimacy coordinator getting all upset about it is also like not you know just hilarious and like you know what I mean like just being so like it's like you're just playing the role so fucking hard. It's one of those things where I think it doesn't the way that the it, that like internet cycles work now it's just right. Unfortunately, I think to have Variety be like we reached out to an intimacy coordinator to ask them about what they think about the idol making fun of intimacy coordinators. It just immediately feels annoying. I hated it and I hate fun. And that's, and- Funny it's jokes. like it's gonna make it seem like the intimacy <laughs> coordinator is is the shitty one, but the idol is the shitty right. one in the situation. And it was right. inter- the the one thing that was interesting was that the intimacy coordinator that they speak to in this article was like who is unaffiliated with the idol, just an intimacy coordinator being like, "Don't make fun of us," which again is like, do we need that article? Not probably not really, but no. they were like, no. it is. It's H- a three day weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody had a three day weekend, so articles are. We're you know, they got to make articles. Yeah. Uh-oh, three-day weekend. Do you think that's what the weekend changes his name hey. to? Is it like going to be Memorial Day? Yeah, I bet. So I don't think anyone wants him around for three days, though. I'd be like, get out of here, weekend. Get out of yeah. here. I The only I weekend I don't read- like. Yeah. <laughs> I did get some insights like around this article though of this person being like it's not fun or funny to make fun of us you don't but but I will say it was actually true the part where if you made a change to the terms a for a mandatory 48 hour period hap- uh, I thought that was something they made up in the show just to like for you know the script's sake but no if you say hey I'm going to actually, we're going to show some, we're going to get the tit full out or whatever it is, or we're going to like make out or whatever it is on, in addition to whatever was in the terms, they purposely make you wait 48 hours before you can resume filming so that the person doesn't feel pressured on set to to like say yes to to it, to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that actually makes sense. It actually makes sense. Like the, the, like the actual, the article ended up being, again, it immediately feels eye rolly. There was some interesting things in there. Like the person said, you know, we, people should view us as the same way they view stunt coordinators. Like you're there to make sure that nothing goes wrong, you know? and the stakes yeah. are high for to, to make sure nothing goes wrong, like differently high. Um, and also they said that, you know, HBO, I think, was one of the first networks to like uh, to support, support intimacy coordinators because of what they, yeah, they right, were like, exactly. So to have HBO, that'd be like, oh, fucking intimacy coordinators. Am I right? So it was like kind of interesting. Right, but also it's funny that it the was, idol has just been immediately not renewed. Like, it's just like not totally going yeah, They're not even waiting. <laughs> it was just so like uncool. Like it was, that's what it felt like. It felt like trying to be all cool and hip and just coming off so lame. That's the whole show though, uh, really. But uh, I also thought it was really interesting, A, that like they had to tell the crew about, you know, it, it, they're an intimacy coordinator for the crew huh. as well. So if something really, like they have to run through everything with them and be like, because if, I mean, hey, there's a lot of, who knows, on different sets, there could be a really difficult like sexual assault right. scene and like the crew needs to know so that they can step away if that's something that's going to be an issue for them. And I thought that was interesting. And then the other thing where the script does fall apart, it's not the 48 hour clause, which is what I thought was like the dumb thing. It was like, oh, well, I guess that makes sense in hindsight. It's the part where like, all of the management and everybody there were completely cool with her showing tit. And yet they put in the contract that she wasn't going to be showing tit is idiotic and insane. When like the person in the photo shoot, all of their people, everybody is cool with, with a breast then it showing. Have been, it would have been in there. It wouldn't have yeah. been in the contract like that. They wouldn't show. 
Uh, a tit off, I see. right? And then and then have to wait. Like they would hammer that. All that would get uh, hammered out. So the forty eight hour thing, therefore, makes both sense and would probably not be something that like would happen. In Meaning that the way. way they showed it in the show is not how it would ever actually yeah. happen. Like nobody, set. yeah, because they all go over all Got the it. stuff and like are well aware of everything. So if it was like, and she will not show a tit, they would be like, no, she'll she, she can care. show a tit if we want to show. She'll a tit. show it. She loves to show it. I show him now, baby. You know what I mean? And the do the whole, whole thing. And so. I still, I still haven't seen the on your guys's advice. I have not chosen to start the idol. So but dumb. like, yeah, it, don't you don't have to. You should watch it. It's <laughs> dumb. It makes it makes me a little nervous that like I feel like this. Um, w- there was obviously the whole Harvey Weinstein Me Too thing that started in 2017 and has been kind of like a rolling process. But then always, of course, whenever there's progress, there's a reaction, you know? Uh-huh. And I, I, I fear that now this whole like LOL intimacy coordinator thing is a bit of like maybe an, a reaction, an overreaction to be like, oh, we, should, we all need to care about people's boundaries. Right. And it's like, no, 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 yeah. we still do. Yeah. Like, yes, are, are people sometimes annoying about you know, consent, talking about consent on the internet and maybe go too far in the other direction. Sure, whatever. But like the idea that it's like, oh, we all have to now point and laugh at the premise of an intimacy coordinator just feels like a little bit, well, uh, I, I fear that are we are we emerging into some reaction where it's where now it's the cultural norm is to kind of like roll your eyes at the idea that sexual assault is pervasive in our society because that would be a, a, an unfortunate overcorrection, you know. If the show was a massive success, then yes, then but, not, yes. but yeah. fortunately, everyone thinks it's the <laughs> dumbest thing ever, yeah. which it is, and and everybody can clearly see this is Sam Levinson yeah. just being like, oh, so annoying, right? And it's like He's you're this director that does horny yeah. TV shows. No one else is has your experience yeah. or cares. No one, no one else is finding this to be the case. Just you, like so. There's no. It's 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 the really rich, you know, cool, young, attractive guy being like, "Come on, we're like the same, right?" You know, what I mean, you and me, we're like the same guy, right? It's like, uh-huh. no yeah. way. That makes that makes sense. <laughs> it's like this. This uh, the particular tone of the idol is not necessarily indicative of a broader um, shift in pop not culture. at all. It, yeah, if it was like the hottest show on on the planet, it'd be one thing. But it's so alienating because yeah. of all that stuff. It's so alienating. Uh, I I love it too when something's trying to be so cool and with it, and it's just like man, it's so it's so, it's a pick me yeah. show. It's so it's so pick me. It wants to be so like it's so desperate for you to think it's edgy and cool and hip, you know, in a way that Euphoria felt like kind of effortless. Right, something happened. Right, yeah. Well, I think what happened was like that show's based on addiction and people having like these really difficult. You know, in high school, and I think came from a place of a person. I don't know what how rich or successful it was before Euphoria. This is like the sophomore album yeah. after all the yeah. success, and then it's like, and then they go get rich and happy, you know, and then they try to write a, a breakup song, and you're like, so I'm worried. I hope this Olivia Rodrigo new new material's good, but I'm also I've like worried for her because I'm like, how do you? come out of sour it's gonna be great success- didn't you see her new uh, her new singles coming Vampire. out it's called vampires and then taylor lautner like tweeted at her and was just like yes. oh yeah who turned you and i was just like oh my god twilight and olivia rodrigo <laughs> he's, being very internet- <laughs> he's being very internet cute right now and i don't know i'm like it's sometimes i get Do you like not he trust also did taylor that- lautner 
I guess, you know, but you remember he prayed for, um, what's his name with Speak Now coming out. He prayed for John Mayer yes. and all that. So we'll see. You dude. think he's I being mean, too just, cute le- lately? He's a bit of a pick me boy. Whoa. I love this pick me girl thing. It's such, it's so fun. This pick me thing. Yeah. It's ri- it's, it's Riz. It is a useful concept, especially in celebrity in the celebrity land. There's a lot of pick me pick me people out yeah. there. You got to know Riz as well. That's a big <laughs> yeah, and the situation definitely is a pick me person because I don't know about you guys, but I did go onto the um, the situation. Yes, from Jersey Shore um, that we watch every <laughs> Thursday uh, over nice. on our Patreon's Discord. We didn't and come I this far just to come this far. A painting you can't see the background because it says well it says, oh i see it's a lot it's a picture of it's a, a tiger there's a tiger what? behind <laughs> it there's a faint oh tiger i see the tiger says, you see it and it says we didn't come this far just to come this far here's what people need to know about the situation <laughs> store and it is called the situation store and it has 500 items in it it is. There's so many <laughs> like items on the Situation Store. It has so many things, it, and you could really get everything. We didn't come this far, just to come this far. <laughs> so many different inspirational lines. Some of them are about the situation. Some of them involve the word situation. Some of them don't. Some of them just say we didn't come this far just to come this far. It's not even the thing he says on the show. And there's baby clothes. There is, Ed, I mean, please look at the Situation Store. We spent the night the other night while we were watching Jersey just looking at the Situation Store. And it's like, you know how when you're looking at merch and at the bottom it says like, next page and usually there's like three or four it was like next page one dot 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 19 20 there's so many pages there's so pages many of merch you will never you can't live long enough to look at every item that the situation sells i don't know how he does <laughs> oh, it. that's this is my other favorite one which i almost bought that says throw me to a pack of wolves and i shall return leading the path <laughs> it's my favorite i just i don't know do i need it as a t-shirt do i need i just need it in i'm like am i about to start jeff looked at me and was just like this is going to be the last thing you buy from the situation store right and i was just like yeah sure i'm not gonna start buying a bunch of stuff from the situation and this is the other thing that you need to know if you're not a jersey shore reunion fan which is that the situation deserves this level of redemption narrative because he was the biggest piece of shit ever and then he like truly like recovered and came out of it and so he deserves to say no one throws him to the wolves because he'll just come back stronger or whatever the fuck he's saying like leading the pack MJ <laughs> he's leading the never pack. Seen. he's right he earned it he earned his right to be this professional corny. wrestling needs to take a cue from this situation on Jersey Shore I have never seen a heel turn or an opposite heel turn works so well for a group of people. I mean, you guys fucking hated this guy. I mean, I'm not talking about just you guys. I'm also talking about the whole group for the Jersey Shore Watch Along, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. I mean, he was reviled. Yeah. He was just the venom. Every time he showed his face on the screen, everybody in that group chat would just be like, I hate him. Burn him at the stake. He was toxic. He was manipulative. You know, he was misogynistic. He was a bully. You know, a targeted bully. All of that stuff. He got sober. He came back in. Now all he does is eat. He just likes his food. He loves food. He's sweet. He's nice. Devoted. He went to prison. He did his time. He did his time. A woman starts twerking. He averts his (laughs) eyes. And he like really facilitates productive like conversation between the other people if they're having conflict it is shocking he is he should be the poster
poster boy for rehab. Like yeah. it really, really, really worked for him. And I'm so happy for him. And if anybody was around in like 2009, you just know that the situation just was a punchline of like the dickiest possible guy you could ever imagine. And now he just sells hundreds and hundreds of items worth of merchandise and you can go support him. But he does have multiple sobriety shirts as well. Don't worry. Oh, great. He's like sober as fuck. He also has oh, nice. um, one that says born to be real, not perfect. <laughs> wow. And you know what? I agree with him. Yeah. Oh, and, and one more programming note, totally unrelated to the situation. <laughs> I don't remember what uh, made me think of it, but correction, Megan Fox is queer. She's bi, and I didn't know that. And so I just want to say I did not mean to do any sort of bi erasure or queer erasure what I said last week. Hell People yeah. are targeting Megan Fox for her parenting, and I w- was wondering why. Like, this is per- somebody who's partnered with a man. Why are you? And I think I said, you know, she's not even a, a queer celebrity. But it turns out she is. And doesn't that make her even more attractive? Yes! Because I think it does. And so, uh, queer Megan Fox. Thumbs up. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Now I, I would be thrilled to have a go at her. Really <laughs> ram her down. Really. <laughs> You were really? saying it. I was just like in my head. I saw Meghan Markle, and I was like, "Wow, that's very like." I was really <laughs> Meghan Markle. Is, I, is like, when were we talking about Meghan Markle being <laughs> being queer? When were we like or not being queer? That would be great though if the if the queen had to be like, "Well, I don't approve of you for several reasons." <laughs> yeah, just tack it on. <laughs> We're not going down the Meghan Markle hole right now. Let's just, we'll talk about it in the leftovers for sure. I Interesting stuff though, man. I, I, I am so curious about, like, I have, like, taken a big step back because, like, when everything got very messy in the world of the royals, I really did get to a point where I was like, I don't know what the fuck is real and what's not. Like, obviously well, the racism have is have such real, a reverence like, for the royals yeah. yes. that, yeah. you know, I know that it's hard for you to see them go through dark <laughs> yeah, times. Well, that's really what it is. And I can't even watch because I'm just, I'm simping for them so hard that I'm just like, <laughs> they have to be perfect. But like all the stuff with like, you know, Meghan Markle and, and Prince Harry with like the like $20 million deal with Spotify and all that stuff. And I was like, I've kind of just been like waiting to see how this all plays out and I think that it is we are watching it, it get it played feels out like now. Things, it feels like things are not as they appear. Yes. Natalia Grace. You know what I mean? It feels Did you say like Natalia Grace? A curious case. <laughs> yeah, it's a curious case. <laughs> it's like a curious case. Of, to just suggest that something maybe a miss just whisper at Natalia Grace. Natalia Grace. Man, what a Did wh- you continue watching it, Holden? Yeah, we're 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 still. I think we have one more episode. We'll probably finish tonight. Um, man, what a twisty! Dr- and of course, I go on my cup of stream with Lexi. We've only watched one episode, and it's to- by the way, just heads up. It's one of those. In a way, it's annoying, but it's also like really entertaining documentary filmmaking but it's not very like legitimate when they do this they definitely like really sell you on one version of the events and then really go psych it's not like Mm. that at all it's the opposite so of course like and i have only watched the first or first one or two episodes where they sell you the bullshit version and we're like wow these fucking people right everyone's like keep watching idiots (laughs) it's completely different that's why when you were like jackie you said it wasn't like the orphan but it's like totally the orphan. and i'm like okay 
Okay, you're an idiot. <laughs> you keep but watching like, the show. You're only fine, on the first episode. But also, like, come on, like, don't. I don't want to watch a, a, you know, I'm not playing three card money on the street right now. I want just give me some, give me the yeah. facts. Don't sell me on a complete. Yeah, but that's how version. you make a good docu series. I watched I every it's episode. Very manipulative. Because there's some like honestly, I'm, I'm, like I'm about to have watched it all. It's, it's fucking irritating. Like as hell. Bama yeah, Rush, where I kind of lost it towards yeah. the end of Bama Rush because I was like, oh. Oh, okay. They, got, they just got kind of fucked. I, yeah, really, you can really just watch the first half of Bama Rush and then it just, they just get fucked. They just lose their end. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, those it's a, literally a secret society. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, makes it's not sense. really like as soon as they're like, and, and they're just like, yeah, these cameras are like asking me questions. It's interesting, right? And they're like, no, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't, don't talk do about our secret all, societies. <laughs> well, then you can't join our sorority. Okay, I'll stop. Like, and that's the it. Like, it's not like there's any leverage on the for the documentarians to keep making it. Like, uh, getting to get the inside in. Anyways, I guess time for the celebrity conspiracy. I feel like <laughs> feels it's a it's a fun it's a weird week. You know what I mean? But we got some stuff. We we'll have some stuff talking some quick hits to talk about the leftovers. Oh yeah, we'll have uh, quick hits sure. over on the leftovers. It's gonna be great. We're tour. We're gonna. You know, we've got. We've got things going on. It's the summer. Stuff is happening. So we got to talk about Crocs well, and water parks. We're in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Hold on. We're thriving. Just for example, I'm not criticizing it because it's really just the Newsweek. Just for example, one of the lead articles was Michael Sarah and Aubrey Plaza almost got married in Vegas so they could have a joke that they could call each other ex-husband, but they didn't. So the whole news story is about a thing that didn't, didn't happen. happen. But wouldn't it have been fun it's if like, it did? I would love... It'd be funny and silly if I skydove off of the Empire State Building, but I didn't do it. <laughs> HuffPost, do you want to write an article about Maybe that? Maybe they do. <laughs> it's a three-day weekend. It's difficult for people to get out the content, all right? It's difficult. You did an amazing job scraping up these articles, Jackie. We will talk about all the remaining ones in the uh, in the uh, uh, leftovers uh, for sure. But until that time, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. It's time to hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Is Tay Tay controlling the NBAA finals? What? What? <laughs> yes, that's Does right. Does she watch basketball? Yes, she maybe. Who knows? Who gives a <laughs> shit? We got a couple of these in. <laughs> One from Kate, but but I, uh, multiple people wrote in. Kate, who linked to TikTok about it, it also came in from Jake, who writes, "What's up, Pates of a crew?" Long time, first time, beholden as a fellow adult male Swifty, I felt it was my duty to regale you with a conspiracy that had me a shaking in my boots. I saw this on TikTok, and while I know the three comigos on this pod are not the with the CUN, why are we are not, not calling ourselves the three comigos? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> on this pod are not the, the biggest sports kit. Are not the biggest sports get game people. Thank you. I thought you would find this fascinating. Taylor Swift Eras Tour has been taking place during the NBA Finals, and every city she has performed in has dealt with the oh so witchy, sexy, and may I say alarming repercussions. Taylor played three shows in Atlanta right after the Atlanta Hawks lost their series to the Boston Celtics, but then immediately after she played three shows in Philadelphia during the Philadelphia 76ers series, also against the Boston Celtics, of which I'm sure you guessed the 76ers lost. But here's where it gets good. Taylor then performed shows in Boston where the Celtics took on the Miami Heat, and the Heat ended up winning in dramatic fashion. Fans have been talking loudly about how every city Tay has played played in has had their basketball team eliminated in the playoffs. 
But then <laughs> the yarn lines on every fan gal guy's tailor uh, board started pointing towards one thing. And this time it wasn't about her many, many relationships. The championship series for the NBA Finals is between the Denver Nuggets and the aforementioned Miami Heat. But Taylor has never performed in Miami and is scheduled to play in Denver very soon. Oh, no. Insert my blown emoji here. Does this mean that the Heat will win the NBA Finals due to the absolutely gut-wrenchingly undeniable vice grip Tay-Tay, our Bay-Bay, has on our modern culture, meaning that Taylor is in control of not just the music entertainment, but entertainment as a whole, ranging from music to sports to politics to war? Okay, maybe not war. Or is this all just a big, fat, girthy coincidence? That is for you to decide. All I can say is, I believe, don't even come at me with the share. Wow. Anywho's in, love you guys so much and being in the OC area, hope to come and meet you at a karaoke night or a show in LA soon. Met with the uh, last podcast boys in the la- in the past as well as Eddie and Julie, but more than anything, I'd want to throw some back with y'all and have Aww. a great time talking about this, that, and those dirty, dirty others. Rounds on me. Thank you so yes, much, Jake. for the three Camigos, which is really yes. where my brain stopped because I've just been absorbed with thinking about us being called the three Camigos. I know it's I great. I mean, and I love this theory. It's great. It's got everything. It's got like yeah. dark magic. Yeah, you know, it's got the systematic takedown of an entire professional sport. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. I love, I love superstition around sports, and when people decide some external thing is affecting Definitely. the juju of like the game and the championships and so they get like weird about a thing that has nothing to do and this is exactly that it's like so funny to me because you know there are people legitimately upset with her right now <laughs> because of this so and I, I, I so hate funny. to be you, you know how I am with the sports was it sports football yeah I um has this happened already I don't I tried to look it up but I got confused by what I saw <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I was just trying to do the same thing I just put in Denver basketball win question mark and then I was oh, like wait. I don't even know the three of what? us could figure out what happened with the playoffs <laughs> I think actually did the curse break I think maybe Denver won the finals <laughs> wow which was played which was performed on June 12th performed. maybe but I could be wrong <laughs> I could they be wrong. They set the stage. They played the play. <laughs> no wonder the bullies bullied you in NBA high school. NBA Finals 2023. <laughs> Are you who guys won? performing the basketball game tonight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because then it's just going to be like high school musical and they're all just like dancing <laughs> with their basketballs, which that I'm there for. Please. Oh, okay. The Denver Nuggets did win the 2023 NBA Finals. So the I guess the curse broke. broke. In a big way. Wow. Um, speaking of Taylor, I forgot to do another listener shout out from Carmen who suggested that if we help hold and make bracelets um, for his era's show, uh, Carmen said we should do it as like a bracelet party tutorial stream that people can watch live and join That'd in. That'd be great. I mean, I guess I'll I guess I'll make bracelets. I'm not sure if I'll be able to find anyone where I'm sitting because I'm gonna be so <laughs> high up. Like it's gonna be like I need they literally suggested climbing equipment. Like they were like, get a belay system to hoist yourself up to your seat. And oh. so I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I've got a I'm gonna try to 
I'll try to figure something out. But hopefully if I see someone or maybe I can, you know what? I'll get a bracelet launcher to launch to all the people who are sitting in the Maybe if we make you enough bracelets, the then on your way up to the very back of the stadium, someone will be like, hey, friendy, I've got an extra seat right here next to me. Very close. And then you just yeah. abandon hey, like, hey, yeah. Hey, hey. By the way, yeah. <laughs> big, big call out, especially in LA. Again, I'm, I'm yet again offering the full Holden McNeely experience. We will pregame. We will hang out at the show. Of course, obviously, we'll get drinks after the show. I'll give you like some some of Winnie's hair or something. I don't know <laughs> oh. what you get, but just whatever you want. I'll 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 sing you. I'll I'll write you a song and sing it to you. You anything you want. If you have an extra ticket to any of the LA shows, and it's literally not the last row in the stadium behind the stage. I would greatly, greatly <laughs> help appreciate a, sad man out. Uh, a heads up. I will pay, help a bad man, help a sad man. <laughs> you don't know what it might be like if you're living in a situation where you feel like you might be just baby, baby. I don't know, but I think I might be the sad man. The bad man. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess right. we both believe. Uh, yeah, we I think I believe. believe. Even right. though it's been proven uh, that it's broken, False. it doesn't mean it wasn't true before. It was true, right. and then the curse broke. Uh, and Jackie can't decide which. I've decided. List. Should we put it up you to decided. a vote? Okay, I've decided. You've decided. Well, because one of them really isn't that much of a list. I was I was in a dark place as I was picking out the list. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> This one. I guess this one. Yeah, you what is this handwritten list that you mailed us that says 13 people Jackie wants to kill? I was like, what is that? No, no. That's not Florida from her childhood. I was about to say, uh, I did just go through all of my childhood. I Yeah, your kill list. Yeah, your your Exactly. Oh Oh, no God. Anyway. I should have been well, I was suspended. Don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry. I should have been suspended. Wait, it happened. Massive scandals that look downright quaint by modern standards. Now you say this, this article claims this, but this stuff is still happening. Just think about what we were just talking about with Garth Brooks and Bud Light, where it says the Dixie Chicks slammed George W. Bush. In 2003, radio stations pulled their music and fans were outraged after they say, we do not want this war, this violence, and we're ashamed that the president is from Texas. Much worse is said about the current and recent presidents daily. But it's still not something that is done uh, like at their shows usually because like it still does create a big hub. Totally. The idea that that couldn't I mean, happen now. I mean, it just looks different now because there's like 35 scandals a day, but like that was huge and totally, I think very similar to what's happening now about trying to. What happened to the chicks is such a fucking totally. travesty and completely ridiculous. And really just, uh, is just obviously shows how like gross the country music industry is. Uh, so yeah, this was so yeah. dumb. Um, and could you imagine like how much shit people talk about Trump? Like how many like celebrities get on stage and are just like burn him <laughs> to the state? You know what I mean? And everyone's like, yeah, like it's just so funny. There's a great 
now. It's like talking there's about a great margaritas. you're wrong yeah. about uh, if you, if anybody likes the podcast you're wrong about. There's a great one about the chicks, and there's one about the next item on the list as well. Ah, Sinead O'Connor tore up a picture of the Pope on SNL, and in 1992, the act got her a lifetime ban and effectively destroyed her mainstream career. In 2001, the Pope himself apologized for the sexual abuse of children by Catholic priests, and with social media, political statements like this are made every day. It is. Like, I, I don't think there, there's any way she would be banned now for ripping up a, p- a picture of the Pope. I think that maybe the public would not go after her like yes. that because she performed at like a Bob Dylan concert, I think, or something like that, like the next day or something, and everyone like booed her off yeah, the I stage. Yeah, I mean, it really did, did change uh, the oh, trajectory the time, of, of her career yeah, drastically. That And by the way, there's apparently a great Sinead O'Connor documentary that just came out. I think it might be on Max. <laughs> Max! <laughs> But anyways, apparently it's great. Covers obviously all of this stuff. But um, you know, she was like legit in a lot of things. She was she did. right. I mean, she fucking shaved her hair. She shaved her hair because I think they were like, you should grow your hair longer to be like hotter or something. And she was like, all right, this cool. is what I didn't know. She was a protest. Joke. She wanted to be a protest musician. Like that was why she did this. She was yeah. like, I'm inspired by like you know Dylan and like the like the folk movements. Uh, of, you know, of music that came before which, me. Yeah, which is hilarious too to get booed off stage. I think it might have been at a, D- a Dylan show, which is so funny because I mean, like, that's so hypocritical, uh, you know, with what he went through with just switching to electric guitar, which will probably be on this list. But, uh, uh, you know, it's just such a shame. I, I think the reason why, you know, with SNL, like they covered it in the Live from New York book, it's a little more to do with the fact that it was also like not communicated. And Lorne Michaels is like such a stickler for running through everything that's going to happen exactly on the show. Knowing going to happen. So if you do something that, like, you didn't communicate, you're, like, automatically right. banned. So I don't, you know, I, I'm i sure also, though, it was like, you can't do that, like, with the Pope, you know what I mean, And, and as I think well, it's but, cool. What I didn't realize was that know. she, like, she knew what she was doing. She wanted it to be, you know, it was a protest. She wanted it to be controversial. She knew yeah. this was kind of a risk she was taking, whereas I feel like when right. I heard about it, it was just like, that crazy lady did I something know, crazy. Right. It takes away all yeah. the agency from her of being totally. like, this is a political choice that I'm making, and I totally. don't care what it does to my career, you know? Yeah, it was that, and then um, she, like, wore, like, a public enemy like shirt or hat or something when she accepted yeah. her Grammy because like African American artists were being shut out of the oh they were giving them awards they just weren't televising it um, which is crazy so yeah like she's legit Super she's legit. amazing and totally belongs on this list like tenfold I mean just totally got fucked over uh, uh, completely and the entire world has turned around on right. all this stuff but also the doc is called Nothing Compares and it's on Showtime oh great but then I, I won't probably intrigued. see it until I finally decide I really want to watch that new season of Couples Therapy and Yellow Jackets yep. and I just have to pay, <laughs> the, just money have to pay the money for it I still haven't done it yet and I, I was just, I kept saying I'm like oh, alright once a couple episodes of Yellow Jackets out okay once now it's all out and like I have I to get out. Showtime I have to do it yeah there's new couples therapy season two, so I got to get it. Oh, I love that show. couples therapy so good. I love that fucking show, man. Anyway, we talked about this on our rewind episode: Madonna and Britney Spears's VMAs kiss at the 2003 VMAs. People were utterly shocked that Madonna sensually kissed Britney and Christina Aguilera on stage. Only five years later, Katy Perry's hit song about kissing girls and liking it hit number one on the billboards. Madonna is is Madonna the ultimate pick me girl? <laughs> well, probably. Now, I think Madonna might yeah. be the ultimate. Yeah, it's it. Well, it started yeah. like here. There was just such a fierce need for yeah. relevance 
as as she felt her time passing in the like limelight and the spotlight of of uh it's of like she's trying to get what, some of what Britney had, you know, because she could see that yes. Britney was the new her, you know, and I think she wasn't ready to give in, in some ways. I'm probably purists of either artist would maybe not be into that comparison. But in terms of like Madonna was this incredible groundbreaking thing. And then I think as she aged out of it, she couldn't quite accept handing off the baton to, uh, you know, to future artists. But it is baffling to think of this time when there was a, you know, what, three-second kiss on TV and it was fucking shook the nation, you know? It is yeah. strange to think back on that time. Well, it's that monoculture mm-hmm. stuff. You know, again, a lot of this stuff, too, was because everyone was watching, like, like the next one. Like, everyone watched SNL on Saturday nights. It's not right. like people don't still, but, like, right. it is very different than it used to be. Right. Um, like, when Rage Against the Machine hung American flags upside down on SNL, they did this before before performing but the flags were quickly taken down and they were asked to leave before performing a second song this was in 1996 and things have gotten a lot more political on the show since then which I don't again I think it harkens back to what you were saying about Lauren Michaels needing to be in control of absolutely everything that happens on SNL so I would assume it was more that than anything. But isn't that... They just don't want the statement. It's interesting to have these two, the Sinead one and the Rage Against the Machine one next to each other because, again, they're both protest artists, but I think people understood Rage Against the Machine to be protest artists in a different way that they didn't understand that about Sinead O'Connor. Although, of course, there's always, like, every few weeks, some conservative will post, will retweet a Tom uh, Morello tweet and be like, man, Rage Against the Machine turned woke. And it's like, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. Where have you been? What do you think the machine is, guys? (laughs) I just, the whole, I just, I would would love to, if if I could, uh, if a genie popped out of my penis. Oh my God, what would you do? I'm with you. Or a lamp or whatever, something you love. (laughs) I was given three wishes. One of them is to, to never hear the word woke ever again it is never used in a way it was it kind of wasn't before but now it is never used in a way that doesn't make me roll my eyes into the back of my skull i'm so sick of that word and it is just so obnoxious you know what i mean with fucking i could i want to name names of like annoying politicians i don't even want to give them that much you know what i mean so it's just like you know the state you spent a lot of time in jackie's home state Ugh. It's where woke goes to die. Awful. I, <laughs> I just, it is such a dumb word that no one even knows the meaning of yeah, anymore right and now. is constantly misused. And it's so uh, fucking stupid. And I just, I cannot believe people aren't more embarrassed when they say stuff out loud. <laughs> like it is just shocks me. Like this doesn't embarrass you at all. Like at all. Bud Light. Anyways. All right. Uh, there's actually a lot of SNL ones in here. Like Sam Kinison. Um, which of course Sam Kennison is was wanted to stir the pot and he was on 1986 he was asked not to tell his joke about the crucifixion of Christ <laughs> and he didn't listen he also surprised everybody with a weed joke that he didn't do at rehearsal both the jokes I mean, were cut for the West Coast feed and he was banned from SNL. Wow. I mean I think you know this is one of the only ones where I'd say he 
probably would have been banned for that today. Yeah, actually, that's not. Uh, I mean, maybe not. Well, not jokes about jokes, it. Whatever, it's not like he's doing what, like later on in this list, Cypress Hill lit up a joint on SNL. <laughs> the act in <laughs> night on nineteen ninety three. SNL has the biggest rules. Like they have right. the biggest rules, yeah. and they were so, such so. an influential thing back when we were younger. You know. Yes. Yeah. But also Elvis Costello got in and was also banned because he wasn't allowed to play radio radio because it was critical of corporate broadcasting. He played it anyway. Ha. Of course, that is something that he's just like making the stand. And I think that yeah. I that's a fun way to get banned. I feel like lots of these are fun ways to get banned. It's like, oh, you're going to tell me what I can and cannot totally. do? Well, I'm going to do yeah. it. And go ahead. I'm a rock and roll musician. I got this platform one time. I'm going to do what I can with it. Hell My yeah. whole point in life is to do stuff people tell me not to do. I play rock and roll for a living, like especially back then. I mean, now it's whatever. Like everything else is. Ugh, everything's so whatever. <laughs> so but anyways. Said like a man who recently lost his Better Eras tickets. Uh, I guess I'll just... I If anybody also knows any hot balloon, air balloon vendors... <laughs> So I think that's the only way to get to my seat. I think they said you have to rent a hot air balloon and then jump off of it onto the seat. It's so far from everything. It's just so, yeah. Apparently, apparently too, like, I guess I have to get ready for this. There's a full one song delay from what I see. It's like how the stars in the sky are Is from it like an obstructed view? For all, I mean, it's just so far away that... Um, you know, at some points you might think it's you're watching like a ant circus. Yeah, you know, what I, I mean? bet you could watch it on TikTok. Maybe <sighs> you could watch it on TikTok. Yeah, they suggest while you're bringing there. <laughs> your phone and having a hotspot so you can watch the show on TikTok <laughs> instead of being in person watching the shows. So even the screens, even the giant my, screens. My sister in law was just telling me are really tiny from where about I'm sitting. The, the ride at Disneyland, the Peter Pan <laughs> ride that makes you think that you're flying because all the people are very small, you know? So it's yes. like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. It'll be so once you get up in that hot air balloon, Holden, everything's gonna be a okay. It's all good. I just have to make sure somebody has to like apparently like rescue me <laughs> from my seat at the end. You know, like they have to like you have to hire a, a Sherpa. I'm actually impressed, uh, Holden. You're not as broken as I thought you would be. He might get more broken. I over mean, the, we still have till August. Yeah, it's so. It's so comical, you know, and my especially my brother got amazing floor seats and already saw her in Atlanta. Um, you know, I have hope. I'm holding out hope that something's going to happen. We already have my strategy that I'm working on uh, through a connection. I don't know. Did I talk about this yes, on page seven the proper? person at Montessori. Yeah, so we already have that. I'm already still working. I'm playing the long game on that. That's going to take a couple months to try to make happen, so I might end up in the celeb booth. Technically, that like black booth. Oh, whatever. yeah, I bet yeah. that is you where know. you're gonna end up in August. It's where like, yeah, it's all possible. the you know, we're we're Ben Affleck or not Affleck? Who is in the booth? Uh, Paul Bunyan. Giovanni. <laughs> Paul Giovanni. What are you talking? <laughs> Can you see or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, MJ, I want to talk about Paul Giamatti <laughs> at the Teesway concert, okay? I bet he had a great time. Can you imagine what era would would Paul Giamatti be, do you think? Uh, uh oh my god, he would be, I think he's a uh, evermore oh, kind of yeah. dude. Oh, really? Right? All right. And he's in the autumn of his I life, can roll with so that. I think he probably <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, anyways. All right. I think I'm going live. I know. 
him. Oh, oh we, we can't, can't see, see him. him. Uh, I have four, so let me make sure I want to choose what I want to choose. All right, here, here we go. For sure, this one. It's pretty ignorant of this permanent A-list actress who started an, an iconic television show to not know the product she gets paid to promote had been recalled because of pieces of plastic in it. There was, in the, uh, there was the actress, though, days after the recall, happily promoting it. She uh, is on. She was on one of the biggest shows back in the day. There's a whole conversation around whether or not it holds up because, like, people would. Fran Drescher, Cor- Courtney no. Cox, but Courtney Close, Courtney Cox. Yes, Jennifer Aniston. Vital proteins. It's a collagen supplement Whoa. powder that was recalled from Costco's all over the country. Not from due the to Costco. Plastic sh- <laughs> yes, it was carried at Costco, and they recalled it for the Costco <gasps> because plastic shards found in the powder. Wow. God, I feel like it's like a vocal warm up <laughs> or something. I'm doing. Are right you now. both so envious Jesus of my Costco plastic shards? You guys wish you had Costco. Uh, this is my I'm God, saying. I am envious. I love a Costco. I love Costco. Dollar fifty hot dog, hot dog. Dollar. F- oh, it's so good, man, it. and it's so good. I gotta go today just to get that dog. Get that dog, man. It's really hard, you know. And I, as a hot dog ambassador, I have to get the hot dog. But those chicken bakes are always talk about showing their gams, screaming at you. They're just yeah. like, don't you want it? And I'm like, yes, I do want it, but I can't, <laughs> yeah, but eat I can't it both. cheat on my beloved. Yeah, I can't <laughs> I cheat on can't my one beloved. Both. Uh, there is no way this A-list singer slash sometime act, sometimes actress gets through the end of the year still married. Everyone keeps talking about her husband and what he is doing. The pair haven't been together in months and it's not just because she is filming the musical movie. She's also whatever and she's whatever. Ariane's. And Dalton Gomez. Are they Dunzo? Who knows? She's probably very busy. Yeah, for sure. But I think he's putting his Peter in a different Jimmy rabbit. (laughs) You know what I mean? I do. You know what I mean? I literally know exactly. Oh, man, when they start putting their Peters in other Jimmy rabbits. Oh, oh, I lose my god! Imagine if Jeff did that. You'd squeeze him so hard his head exploded. I I mean, like, at least let me watch. Come on. Talk about a bad man and a sad man. Good Lord. You talk about Dalton Gomez? (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm talking about Dalton Whatever, Ariana. We're all we all know what's isn't he a real up. estate agent? I feel like it's like something like everyone's just like, who is he? It's like nobody knows who nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, right. Ugh, Dalton. That whatever. You know what I mean? And then Ariana. You know what I mean? She's so mean, and everyone's like, oh, I love her. And it's like every song sounds. Insane. Yeah, but I'm still gonna watch her in Wicked. Holden, Holden, you're gonna tell me you're not gonna go see I'm Wicked. I'm excited for Wicked. I'm so excited for Wicked. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, I just feel bad for the many whatevers that people will be hearing in the movie <laughs> audience with me that night. Well, make I'll make sure I don't go see it. Every right time here. she comes I want my on money screen. back. Somebody just keeps what, saying what whatever that? every time she comes Ever. on stage on screen. <laughs> Uh, all right, this is the last. Oh, is she back on the screen? What? <laughs> yeah, everyone's just like, shut up. <laughs> Little girls are crying. They wanted to have their first like musical movie moment, and I'm ruining, ruining it. Ruining it. <laughs> Taylor's better. Taylor's better. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, she sings the song Man Eater because that's what she is. Anyways. Whoa, but she's I, married yeah. now. Yeah, it sounds like she's not if a man this eater. Next, well, Sounds like she's about to be divorced, though, because he keeps putting his lick stick in somebody else's flick <laughs> s- switch. <laughs> tick. 
You don't. Whatever. You stuck you the landing. Mean? You stuck the landing. Yeah, it's no, a that Monday. was good. We allowed it. Monday, so I, I need at least one weekday to warm up to the show. We're recording <laughs> on a Monday morning. <laughs> I just got back from Florida, so my head's all over the place. You've got trauma. It's ridiculous. You have like trauma lines coming off like a cartoonist. <laughs> I'm, I like, know. I'm Big Pen today. Just call me yeah, Big you're Pen. Yeah, Big Pen, but it's just trauma <laughs> lines instead of stink <laughs> lines. It's awful. All right. This last one makes me want to sleep until the world ends. At this point in time, the person most likely to be the Super Bowl halftime performer is the one named permanent A-list singer. He already does a residency in Vegas and is already doing a halftime show for the Raiders this season. He's also boring, in my opinion, and he is the name of a job is his name. It's the name of a job of a person. I almost said the weekend, but that's the answer. Nope, it's the name of a person who leads things. Also, the weekend did. That would <laughs> Three be insane. Years ago. Oh my god! They're like, you it's the weekend again. <laughs> We're like, what? That's a horrible idea. No one likes that. Sting. Is that a no, job, a Jackie? Really good, oh, yeah. I'm going to go off Friday <laughs> you can sting somebody. Sting. You, that's what the bees do. They go to work <laughs> so they can sting. And they pollinate the flowers. Cop? Um, Firefighter. Doctor? <laughs> his song, he, none of his songs are this, but they sound like this. Oh, <laughs> Don't do this again. Do not do this again. Don't it's the do name this of again. a job. I'm not giving you anything else. So just what? I'm trying to the construction worker. Prince. Prince is dead. It can't Veterinarian. be Prince. This job would exist at like a, an event. They need someone to Bouncer. guide. Bouncer. Waiter. close Security guard. Close-ish. Nope. Uh, oh, everybody's screaming. I protector. can hear you guys screaming. His songs, his songs sound like, <laughs> oh, baby, much as a Security guard. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncer was close? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, did you get the security guard tickets this weekend? <laughs> oh, they were like a thousand bucks a pop to yeah, see security guard. Yeah, I can't wait to hear him guard. sing, suck on my toes. <laughs> He's a big dancer. He's a big, big, good at dancer person. And he bores me to tears. And I would be so lamed out if he is the Super Bowl halftime guy. But he's, and he's from, he's been around for forever. For, for, oh, he recently got into a fight. Usher! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I was just in my head. I was like, what are things that you do? You must know this. You must have this in your brain somewhere. You must have something. Usher. Wow, I would not. I could, my brain forgot about Usher in about 2012. Right. I know, because he's yeah, so boring. He and I, if, I really hope this isn't true. I can feel it my says, brain uh, is like sizzling right now. Like I haven't thought that hard in a really long time. You're like how chess masters feel after a tournament. Like you just lost weight. Yes, because of, I'm like, out. The, I got to sleep for the, the rest of the mental energy that it took. Do you guys know, like chess mat, like chess masters in tournaments, they like lose weight. They think so. Hard. <laughs> Damn, like, Matt, they like burn calories. They're thinking so. Oh, hard. could I start doing that instead? No, I think I'd rather go to a gym. I don't think you would be good at that. What? But, 
Uh, yeah, apparently Miley Cyrus and Harry Styles are allegedly also in talks. Both would make a lot more sense yeah, to me. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I, did, I did also see something, though, and I don't know how true this is. I should have looked more into it, but whatever. You know what I mean? It's whatever, right? We're surfing on a Tuesday oh, yeah. or it's a Monday or whatever. But Miley Cyrus, I think uh, I think it was a rumor that like they wanted her, kind of like the J-Lo thing, like they wanted her to perform with like other acts, and I think even other men. It might even be like Harry, maybe even Usher. And she was like... I I refuse to do that. My fans deserve more than that. If you want to have me at the Super Bowl, it's just me, and it's I, you know, and it's like it's like borderline disrespectful to like lump me in with with other acts. Damn. Like I, I mean, I'm ready if, for this. If I was Miley Cyrus and it'd be like, do you want to co-headline with Usher? I'd be like, no. excuse me, yeah, I'd be like fuck no. no. I've been more relevant than him for a decade. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I don't know what is true with that, and all, but also Harry Styles could easily carry a Super Bowl. That would oh, be yeah. completely fine sounds like they're kind of floundering though a little I bit i mean and listen usher had great like, some great hits don't get me wrong it just he just is not like i wouldn't really consider him right now a contemporary artist unless i'm wrong i would be so bored yeah by that because even when he was big i was not uh super yeah. into usher i would be so fucking bored i mean you'd get some really good dancing but i would just i have no interest can you can you name a hit off the top of your uh, head i never really listened to usher oh my god Remember that? Like I was like, oh my God. You know this one. I was like. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But that's also with, you know, Ludacris and Lil John. Right. Yeah. I love oh, I love a little John or honestly either of them I would actually be like you know what yes we're Fuck bringing back yeah. the 2010s let's do it baby give it give it to me yeah. dude let's go like that would be cool like both of those are more exciting to me there's just something very plain Jane about Usher that I can't quite put it's just very by the numbers that I it just he never pops for me he's always just like there yeah I think that that's you know? fair even his hits I enjoyed them but it wasn't like ah, I can't wait to listen to Usher you know sorry Usher but yeah it's just not my vibe yeah you know I'm what glad I mean? that you said sorry to him because you know he listens I know yeah We're for sure I apologize to Usher for sure I apologize you know and Ariana dude I feel like I was a little too hard on you too if you're going through a divorce or maybe or whatever like yeah, I'm that's sorry not that cool. your husband's sticking you know his Peter in someone else's lick stick yeah Jim Jimmy Rabbit, yeah. <laughs> well, it's pretty rough. Can, can you see again? Well, anyhow, I can see again, and yeah. we're here. We did you it. Guys, we made I've it, guys. got some Crocs to put on, and I've got some pool water yes. to ingest. You know, so I really got to get you yeah, back yeah. out there. We got to get you back hear, out yeah, in the you. waves, MJ. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I gotta make myself sick for you guys. We'll do lightning round promos, and we'll get you out of here. Yes, MJ. Let's do thank you guys right. so much for joining us on this week's episode of Page Seven. We will be back next week, and we're so excited. We'll be back from our Tacoma and Portland dates, and we're very excited about that. And you can get your own tickets to the Release the Butthole Cut tour on LastPodcastNetwork.com. Go to LastPodcastNetwork.com. Get them tickets y'all my name is jackie zabrowski you can follow me on jack that worm at instagram i just my brain just stopped working that's it come find me (laughs) 
Yo, checky, checky, <laughs> check it out. First of all, got to plug the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Just search it on Patreon. You can just search page seven. Uh, we'll pop up immediately. And we've got four, $5 a month weekly bonus episodes. Jackie does the book readings. We do the leftovers. We have a lot to cover actually after this, Jackie. We've got, um, besides that, you get pre-sale uh, codes for, for uh, our live tour. Uh, you got... Ad-free episodes on the main feed. There's so many reasons. Also, at $10 a month, you can join us for our Jersey Shore watch-alongs. If you want to get more of that sweet, sweet uh, situation-oriented merch discussions, go over there and join us for that. We do that every Thursday at 5 p.m. PT. Also, also, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. I stream Monday through Friday, but the real reason for the season, Friday, bye-bye, because I get together with Jackie. We do Jackin' with the Holdies. It's always a great time. Check us out on that. MJ! My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. All right. Ready for the shout-out song? Ready. Oh, yeah. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're going to read them to you. Come on. It's the shout-out time. Are you ready for all the shout-outs? Because here they are. And you can send in your own shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That's page7podcast at gmail.com. Whatever you'd like. And, oh, thank you guys again for sending in your amazing nickname stories. I know we didn't read all of them on air, but I just want to say we read all of them, and I can't thank you guys enough. You know what? A lot of you are making Holden feel a lot better about himself, about his Smokey Joe. So thank you very much. And thank you for sharing the love. Thank you for sharing the trauma. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Because sometimes, you know, those things, you don't think about it for such a long time. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I did have a horrendous nickname. And it's good to remember these things and to expel them. We have to expel them. And you can expel whatever you'd like towards page7podcast at gmail.com. And I want to thank everybody so much for sending in their shout-outs today. Like Denise. Denise who wrote in. And now this is, I just want to say, Denise wins for being the most on top of it child that there could be. And that sounds like a very weird sentence, but go with me. Denise sent in a happy birthday shout out to their mother, Teresa. Now, Teresa's birthday is not until July 20th, but I want you to know, Denise, that I was scared that I was going to forget. And if I try to put it off to later, I know that I might and I don't want to lose it. So, Denise, thank you so much for being so on top of your mama's birthday. Happiest of birthdays to you, Teresa. And welcome to Page 7, because Denise says that they recently introduced you to Page 7 and all things LPN. Now, Denise wants to say happy birthday to the person who gave me life and will always be my best friend. All your sacrifices made me who I am today. And I'm so excited that you've joined the Page 7 community. Now you'll understand all my fish fucking references. I love you. Have the best birthday ever. Ah. Love, Denise, and thank you guys so much. And thank you, Denise, for turning your mom on to page seven. I appreciate it so much. And Teresa, oh, have the greatest birthday month because you deserve it. Now moving into my self-shout-out territory. First self-shout-out goes out to Joya. Joya says, I wanted to send a quick self-shout-out 
It's been a year this month since me and my greyhound Niles, yes, after Niles Crane, moved back to New York City. We got out of an extremely toxic long relationship last year that lasted way too long, that we felt trapped in because of the pandemic and having to leave the city and everything I worked for to hide out with them in upstate New York. Now I've been back working full time as a hair and makeup swing on four Broadway shows for a year. I now have done two Tony Award broadcasts, one with a strange loop and one with Sweeney Todd. Niles and I got our own one bedroom apartment in Queens and we are finally free and feeling healthy and good. I'm reunited with my best friends and am now with a really special guy who loves and truly values values me and came with uh, and came with me to see release the butthole cut tour in Brooklyn and was the best sport having never listened to page seven before listening to you Jackie gave me comfort in my lowest levels and showed me I too could finally get out of a toxic relationship and make big moves so much love to everyone at LPN especially you and especially you joy oh my god thank you so much for writing in and congratulations for taking your life back Oh my God, it's so hard to do. I'm so happy for you. And oh, congratulations. And please give Niles little, little kisses for me. Oh, yes. And we have another amazing self shout out going out to Cameron. Cameron says this week, I want to send myself a shout out. I have been vaping for the last six years, seven, eight. It was so long that I've lost track. I've tried quitting many times before and have never been able to get through the first few days. My mood swings would get really, really dark and I always caved to get some relief. This year, I made it a goal to quit, to finally stop for good. I told my doctor how hard it had been to try in the past and finally asked for help. She was amazing and we figured out a plan together. I am so excited to say that it's been three weeks since I trashed all my vaping supplies and started nicotine patches. This morning, I found one in the couch with a half full cartridge and I threw it out without a second thought. This has gotten very long. No, it hasn't, Cameron. I appreciate you. So I'll just end with saying I'm so proud of myself and so happy to finally get rid of this crutch. Oh, my God, Cameron. So much love to you. I know how difficult it is. And you did it. And you're killing it. And, you know, if any setbacks that you have, it's okay too. just keep moving forward. It doesn't destroy what you've already done. You've already accomplished so much. So happy for you. So proud of you. Now we've got our last shout out and this goes out to a very special person. This is coming out. In from Dill, and this is going out to Diner Ghoul. Now, Dill says, We're coming up on my illustrious partner's birthday this Tuesday, June 20th. That's right, one day before your Portland show. I am so happy to have scored some tickets for us to see you. Hell yeah, Dill. There's so much I want to share here, but in honor of time, I'll try my best to cram it in. I had an operation in mid-May, and going under anesthesia ended up triggering so much that I had a severe manic episode. This sent my voluntary ass to the ER and psychiatric hospital. I had been going all my life with zero knowledge that I was bipolar. Years and years of coping and battling demons in my own head finally landed me here on the other side, medicated and doing great so far. No stigma! The thing is, my partner 
has been holding down the fort during all of this messy mental mishap. While worrying about me and supporting me, they took care of our home, two jobs, our three pets, and more, all with absolutely zero expectation of recognition or praise. I feel like they deserve that and much more. While I have such a big birthday week planned for them, I just know with all that's going on, a shout out from some of their favorite people in entertainment would light up their entire sky. To give you some insight on this wonderful ghoul, they are a selfless, bright star of a human being with an affinity for tattooing, movie monsters, set design, justice, humor, illustration, and video games. Zelda, anyone? This most recent episode, Self Shoutouters, inspired me to reflect and remember that I'm worth so much as well, especially when doing such tremendous work to lift myself back into the real world and seize my life fully with a new mind. In all this gobbledygook, I'd really love the opportunity to shout out both my partner, Diner Ghoul, and I for lifting each other up for over five years and counting, and especially for sticking together through this hellish time with the ultimate glue made of love, friendship, and diligence. I hope to make this birthday one of the most special they have ever had. Both of us are so excited to laugh and cry with you all on Wednesday and maybe even do another viewing of Cats. Yes, I own it on Blu-ray. Y'all want to come over? Oh my God, please, Dill. I'm ready to watch it from the beginning. Thank you so much for this opportunity to say hello and share our story. Thank you. Thank you for all the fun and hard work you continue to put into this love dill thank you so much dill for writing in and i can't wait to see you on wednesday i know by the time this comes out we'll have already seen each other and that's going to be amazing too and i want to say uh happiest of birthdays to you diner ghoul and happiest of birthdays to all our Gemini cancer cuspers out there. And I want to say thank you again so much to you guys for writing into page seven podcasts at gmail.com. It lifts our spirits every week and it lifts and we're lifting each other's spirits at the same time. Thank you so much for writing in, whether it's positive or something negative that you need a little bit of power to get through. Hit us up at page seven podcasts at gmail.com. We love you so much. I hope you have a beautiful week and we'll be back next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.